0: My grandpa was bad about that towards the end of his life loved his copper and he he Are didn't even, it. He didn't oh, even have it, he it. A- <laughs> no no he didn't even have addiction. like it just turned into addiction like the end copper? of his life it turned into like a hobby he would just go start finding random shit and pulling the copper out of it and taking it to the junkyard and just seeing how much he could get for it like a hobby and i mean if, 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 if it wasn't if it wasn't screwed down it was it was going missing
1: just trying to power <laughs> level. He ever nab any catalytic converters or anything for the platinum? No,
0: nah, no. But he would. Uh, he we had a couple of perfectly good generators that got sacrificed for the cause. <laughs> I mean, he, he he wasn't out stealing shit. It was just like stuff of his that, like, oh, I haven't used this generator in two years. I think I'll pull the copper out of it.
2: I mean, fair enough. Well, At least it's his own stuff.
0: Yeah, it was his own stuff. He emptied out a lot of his own stuff real quick. It was when copper was like real, real high. I wish I was like copper right now.
3: All right. Uh, So, Wob said he'll be here in about five minutes. If we want to go ahead and start, I'm okay with starting with the copper addiction. (laughs) Just cold start. Let's go. Uh, Andrew. Yes. Clone incorrect, loud and sir. When? Come on. When's this happening?
0: Uh, uh, so is that the questions I've been? Is that where the questions I've been getting are coming from? Yes. I'm
3: really glad our
0: listeners actually were doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: Every, <laughs> we, every no, single okay, episode, okay. we've well, said that you're developing a
0: loudener for us, dude. That explains so much. I've been getting. I've probably got ten messages over like the last week or two, asking when the loudener was coming out. <laughs> and I was yes. like, every time, I'm like, what the what the fuck is going on here? Like, I di- I didn't know where it came from.
3: well it's here so we want we want a fucking tube with a mount on the ass and no end cap it's just a fucking tube and it's gonna make your shit loud as fuck that's what we want and we want to sell it to our to our uh loyal listeners
1: ethan is there a link yes it's right there oh i wasn't here
3: okay it's
1: there i'm I'm in it now
4: sorry needs to be like a (laughs) horn where it actually magnifies the sound coming out,
2: John. Yeah, definitely. like yeah, yeah, here. <laughs> I have
4: I have some ideas here.
2: I believe the Where's design for it is in the group chat. Uh, Somebody, where is John? Right here. Do you think we could make a loudener? I mean,
5: not with the tube sizes that we have on hand. I mean, I sent you those reflex blast
0: diffusers already. They're basically going to be that. I mean, you could make it like a giant tuba horn.
1: Yeah, like, like what I just put in the general chat. Like a, like a really big brand flash hider.
0: Oh god, mm-hmm. like the ones that uh, like Guiseley was selling when he was going through his midlife process. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: oh dude, they were wild for a little bit when they came out with that and then like the bayonet mount that goes on M-Lock or whatever.
5: <laughs> oh if you god. weld a freaking funnel on the end of something, then sure. Can you do that? Well, I can do it.
1: Is that the phase that Mark LaRue's in right now? I don't know, Every post on Instagram, he's digging his grave even further. That's been Mark LaRue for a
0: long time. Somebody (laughs) needs to take the internet away from that man. They need to have, like, an employee (laughs) meeting. They need to have, like, an employee meeting at LaRue, and everybody just vote to change all the Instagram and Facebook logins. (laughs) Not give them back to Mark LaRue. Mark
4: LaRue's, like, the fucking McAfee of the gun world.
3: I think if you showed Mark LaRue like a router and just unplugged it, he'd be like, oh, shit, the Internet's gone. I guess I can't get on the Internet again.
0: And that would be that. He blocked me for my posts, uh, ML. I mean, I was just saying like, (laughs) I was just saying perfectly normal, nothing offensive stuff. And I would just sign it, ML. And I guess he eventually got pissed and just blocked me.
1: Just lie to him about what your name is. Say your name's ML.
3: Can we get into the shitposting days and now becoming uh, a real business, like what that transition was like? That's what I was going to ask. Shitpo- I, I can like, we get into that? We can delete this if you want. But
1: Well, I like just remember following you and the page is called <laughs> And then like suddenly you made like
3: a... I'll edit that. Come on.
1: I don't know. A, yeah. You made like a series of companies out of it. Like first it was... Uh, Qualtech didn't come first, right? What was it? First?
0: Yeah, Quelltech was first, and that and John's uh, John's Quiltech too. Um, so essentially, just just me and John. I met John through a mutual friend of ours, and um, he was wanting to do like some side job work stuff. And um, so when Quelltech first started, we had a different engineer, which I think some of you knew, Blackfoot. Um, and so he kind of helped get Quelltech started and when Quelltech first came about for like the first six months, Quelltech was in business. Um, All the Quelltech parts were made in China. And I know I'm probably going to get hate for saying that, but it is what it is. So uh, we had, we, we had a bunch of designs, but no way to make them. So we found a machine shop in China Um, because I didn't have much of a budget. I only had like $5,000 to start the company with was like my budget. And, Um, so I contacted shit, probably 30 different machine shops in the U S. And I was like, Hey, this is my idea. This is my budget. Um, are you willing to work with me? And pretty much all 30 of them just told me to fuck off that, you know, for $5,000, they don't really even want to talk to you. And, um, so we finally just went to China, even though we didn't really want to, because China, they don't care if you have $5, they just, they love money. So, um, we started having some parts made in China, and um, once we finally built up enough capital we, uh, for U.S. machine shops to talk to us, we moved everything into the U.S., and um, then Blackfoot left to um, go start his own business in the uh, oil and gas industry, and um, not long after that is when I met John— and, um, it worked out good because John was an actual, you know, engineer like Blackfoot was, but, um, then he also had the ability, he knew how to run the CNC machines and do all that kind of stuff as well. And, um, so then me and John started down the QuellTech road and eventually we just did Otter Creek too. It was like Otter Creek was never a plan
2: from the start. It's just something we kind of did.
1: That's super cool. I, I just I don't know. I I legitimately found it funny that you just to to me since I didn't have any of the insides and I just saw your shit post every once in a while. You just like became part of a. It wasn't suppressor at first, was it? Just uh, um, solvent traps and like 401 yeah, one stuff. Solvent
0: traps and tools and just different stuff like that, and you know, kind of like how I, how I said uh, I only had a five thousand dollar budget when we uh, initially started Pearl tech for like some of the parts, the, the way I built that budget up was through the, you know, there was the gun, but there was the gun bunny molester meme page. And, um, there was, the, there was the fat fuck meme page. And I did that whole shill, you know, Teespring bullshit. And with the Teespring shirts and stickers and meme shirts and stickers and stuff like that printed by Teespring and, um, I sold, I sold enough of those to where I finally saved up $5,000, and I was like, all right, you know, let's, let's do something with this. And that's kind of when we started Quelltech. Excuse me, did you
3: just say you made five grand from selling shirts on a shitposting page? Is that
0: what you just said to me? <laughs> yeah, between shirts and I think and what Spitzer. he's saying
1: to us is that between we need sh- to start
3: selling shirts.
0: <laughs> I think we're <laughs> selling
3: shirts and Loudon
0: and then Teespring eventually banned my account when I did those uh, dick shaped M16 stickers. And oh, so and all happened. the merch. Sorry. I'll get yeah. it.
2: Just <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: so like, buy Loudon Sir, get free t shirt. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. No, Proceeds you buy Loudon for charity.
3: You get to buy a t shirt. And then we'll make sure. The charity is part.
1: actually just us. <laughs> The t-shirt so ask, says, I bought ask, a, I bought a Loudon, sir, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want that t-shirt. Ask, ask John some questions. He's more interesting than me. John's, he worked <laughs> for like a, he worked for like a robotics company and does, has done all kinds of cool stuff. Did
1: you make well, that dog that carries the machine gun in, uh, like the boss? I did Titanic's not. Dog?
0: No, I
5: don't, <laughs> not work for anyone that prestigious. Okay. I guess I'll give a little background on me. You guys know Andrew probably a lot better, but, uh, yeah, I have a mechanical engineering degree, really nothing special. It's just a BS. And um, I worked for actually the Naval Nuclear Program for my first year out of college for BPMI, which they manage the nuclear reactors on aircraft carriers and submarines um, the power of the ships. <clears throat> so it was really terrible. My first government job experience, and I'll never go to a government job again because it's literally just paperwork. There is no engineering going on. So... Uh, I quit that and started working for a um, basically a robotics sales company that was starting an integration value add portion to add on to the business. So they basically sold a bunch of actuators, thrusters, linear guides, motors, things like that. And I was a part of the company that took all of those things and turned them into actual robots inside um, production you know conveyor systems literally any manufacturing plant a lot of automotive because they were based in indiana um Oof. and i literally just i quit that about six months ago it finally officially quit almost two weeks ago now um so yeah now it's just me and andrew doing gun stuff honestly nice so you're doing otter creek full-time uh yeah so otter creek or Qualtech, or we still make some jigs and stuff but uh, living yeah, the life. pretty much. Oh yeah. I live in the life. I'm sitting downstairs. My machines are about 10 feet away from me behind a door. It's pretty awesome.
0: Good. I quit my John way before John. He was a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I quit before you and then they wouldn't let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I quit my job. I think, I think coming up on two months ago, I uh, just now quit my real job and, uh, I kind of work. I worked in the automotive industry Uh, similar to like what John was making robotics for. Um, I worked for Toyota or a subsidiary of Toyota since I was like 19, Uh, whether it be uh, I I was in the engine department for a long time and uh, wiring harness. And I've done done a little bit of everything when it comes to Toyota and then some parts for Tesla and stuff as well. So So uh,
4: there was a Um, lot of
0: copper to steal? Yeah, tons. Dude, I, I did, I did steal a couple things. I was trying the whole Johnny Cash one piece at a time thing, but it never worked out.
3: <laughs> you were just building a Camry.
0: You <laughs> 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 it.
3: reminds me of like a Camry, Prius, Tacoma
4: monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, you know, like a whole this? quarter panel in in the back back seat, and they're like, uh, "Hey, what's uh, what's in your back seat there?" Uh, smoothie.
1: Hey, what?
0: It's fun though. I've really liked it. Um I def- I'm definitely glad to be uh, on my own now with John though. I mean I don't I don't think we'll ever be a uh, a Titan of the industry like you know, like Dead Air or Silencer or Co. or something, but um as-, as long as it's enough to pay our bills and we don't have to go back to working real well, nomads. You, to-
4: you mean you guys that. don't
0: want to get big enough to ha- pay someone else to make your own cans?
6: yeah yeah
4: be maybe nice. one day you'll be big enough to uh yell at people on instagram and call them liars and shit and well, your, i was I'll just gonna back. say be like right you right right. guys
1: dream of being living hey, live can you guys like, give like me like the cred link real quick hand? it's in general above the uh snickle or right below the snickle
7: <laughs> so you one day hope to be big enough to have your social
0: media guy shoot the side of a building <laughs> people people compare me to Kevin Brittingham all the time which I mean I guess like personality-wise we're pretty similar in in the sense like you know I don't care like even on the Otter Creek business page I don't care to call you like a poor fag and tell you to fuck off or something but yeah. the kind of the the glaring difference in where me and Kevin split off is that I'm self-aware is, is yeah. like I understand the the difference between marketing and acting like that just for fun, and just being a normal human being. Or, or like you know, there's times where I'll say something, and um, you know, I'll, later I'll be like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I don't think mm. Kevin. Uh, I don't think Kevin has a self aware bone in his body.
1: So how many of us in here have been threatened by Kevin Birmingham, or not threatened, but like mocked?
0: uh all me,
4: multiple times
1: i, I have a, a little bit left out i asked him
0: you, you again get... sorry i tried to make friends with him i really did i made like a because you know i'm cool with everybody like like mike Pappas, todd mcgee like you know the energetic armament guys the thunder beast guys mm-hmm. uh jay the situation like i'm cool with everybody but and so like i was like you know maybe i want to be kevin's friend so one day Kevin messaged me. It was like, it was. I think it was right around the time Jay did the Pew Science review of the uh, the PR thirty cans. Um, and Kevin like messaged me out of the blue, just talking shit, and um, I, I just responded. Sorry. I
2: just responded back.
0: Like uh, my initial response was, you know, hey, I respect the hell out of what you've done, like you know, with AAC and. Everything like that, you you really paved the way for making it cool to own su- suppressors in the civilian realm. You know, a lot of that wasn't really cool until companies like AC and SWR came around. They kind of like made it cool, and um, Kevin was a really big part of that. And so, you know, I told him I respected the shit out of that, and you know, hopefully, me and him can be friends. And uh, his response to that was, "I was a fag, and I'm poor, and never talk to him again." And then he just blocked me. <laughs> Jamie is okay. like that because I remember I was like he got a lot
1: of people like into it like even yes. indirectly like so many of my friends like have such a vivid memory of using the honey badger and like Cod Ghost when they were like thirteen and they were and they just oh, thought yeah. it was so cool and that like started their like none of them got as into it as me I don't think none of them run none of them are uh, you know famous meme pages with over a thousand followers but. Like it, it just got a lot of people interested, in it just just because even if it was partially marketing, because the gun was cool and it looked cool, and it was called the honey oh, badger, yeah. which is like a little animal that eats things.
4: I think yeah. the first time I ever saw the honey badger was on uh, FPS Russia. Oh, he yeah, marketed for me it, was it Call of so Duty. well. Rest in peace, FPS Russia.
0: Rest in it peace. Was, uh, it was Call of Duty for me as well, but I mean, but like, like really, you know, you have to get whether you like Kevin or not. You have to give him credit for that because through AAC and you know SWR, which is Joe Gotti, um, those two companies really were like the first, some of the first suppressor companies to start really pushing commercial and civilian sales and like making it cool to own a suppressor. Like, I don't think that Silencer Co. and Dead Air and CGS and a lot of these companies wouldn't be as successful as they are today without the initial marketing push that people like Kevin did with AAC.
1: I think Q's biggest thing. That's how they get so many fans. They they have like like I, I really don't like them just because Kevin's a prick. But they have great marketing. Like oh, I yeah. don't like I'm not interested in ever owning a Q stuff. I think it's over like from what I've seen, I've never shot one or used one or whatever, but because I'm poor. But like everything looks to be relatively decent maybe a little bit overpriced i'm not interested in noting one i see a q ad and i'm like oh damn it it looks cool <laughs> it's like I, mean, yeah, I,
0: have a, I have one of their el camino uh, 22 suppressors I, I fucking love it it's probably one of my favorite suppressors and then i have the uh the full nelson and it's just it's garbage um, their rifle suppressors really are not good, but they're like they're nine millimeter and they're twenty two suppressors, and then even their guns, like their actual firearms, are all really high quality. It's it's the kind of rifle suppressor line that seems to be uh, lacking lacking behind.
4: I got a I got a weird question. You probably none of you you probably know this page, but does anyone know who did the unofficial Q Instagram page? Because it hasn't so been active for like the two years. I don't think so.
1: And I'm thinking
0: of something no, it wasn't Missouri no, Gunrunner. Motherfucker, it's, Missouri Gunrunner. It's, it's unofficial. For you. you can't hardly string together a competent sentence. I do like Missouri though. I do like Missouri Gunrunner. If you're listening to this, I'm not talking shit. But I do know who is behind <clears throat> it. But as things can't really say Missouri Gunrunner. If you're oh, listening man. to this, go fuck yourself. It was actually, um, it was actually, so the only thing I'll say is it was a, uh, it was a pretty, uh, it was a gun shop, is what I'll say. It was a gun shop and dealer that was behind the uh, unofficial Q meme page. Now that you say that, I'm pretty
3: sure I know who it was, but I obviously won't say anything. Um so, question, Andrew. I feel like we've discussed this in person a long time ago. But what made you? I mean, I know you wanted to start your own business and shit. But what made you want to go the jigs and form one cans and suppressor route? Just like for starting a business,
0: what made you make that choice? Oh, well, on okay, just yeah, fucking money. Just money. Like, like, and I, I say this with all due respect, and a lot of people in the form one world know this and John will tell you the same thing or anybody that sells parts in the form one world will tell you the same thing is like those people will buy anything. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's cool. Like if you make it, they're just going to buy it. I don't, I don't know what it is about that market where people will just buy fucking anything. And, um, you know, I was, a form one builder, I built some of my own cans and I kinda just picked up on that. And then there just wasn't really a market for jigs, which John John developed the jigs. That's John's uh that's John's baby. I didn't have anything to do I with mean, that. I've developed everything
5: except for the flow basically. That's pretty, pretty much big. yeah. Yeah, the jigs are like my first uh real invention from our mutual friend who wanted to sell jigs. This was before one of the many ATF crackdowns, but, um, he came to me and said, we need a jig. So with these and come up with one. So I looked at some of the other ones on the market and I was like, why aren't they one piece? And basically turned it into one piece with one screw and a, and bu- a bushing and, uh, started making it for them. And then we stopped, Andrew stopped selling form one components and just selling jigs and other stuff. And, and then we started that's how we started working together with selling the jigs which are still insanely popular and we can never keep them in stock for some reason
0: i don't understand why but like if we make a hundred of them they sell out in two days i don't understand why it's crazy
1: people people like buying this stuff i mean i don't know if it's the thought of people buying it because they think it's going to get banned soon or if it's like the same crowd that has four pairs of uh, night vision goggles and they're still paying off their 2009 honda Accord they got from the used car dealership
4: down <laughs> dude i don't get
1: that people will have like
4: four pairs of dual tubes and i'm like why like i get that they're cool and shit but fuck me that's a lot of money
1: If if you say anything other than it's cool you're just lying to yourself like the same people who own like Fourteen rifles built for like different specific niche applications. Okay, hold on. So yeah. like, this like, this, hold this on. is going to be if I ever have to go into the city and and clear buildings. But this is if I ever have to clear urban buildings in a slightly smaller town. So I have the twelve five instead of the eleven five on this one with a with a K can.
0: I feel so attacked by the twelve five and the K can. <laughs> So, so people, I guess, I guess it's mostly cause I'm the public, I'm the public face of Otter Creek, but people, people think I'm the one who's behind a lot of the stuff. But like, um, no, I'm, I'm just the, I'm just the retard with the Instagram login and I handle, I handle dealer sales. Uh, everything else is pretty much like I'll scribble an idea on a napkin and show it to John and John will be like, yeah, that's retarded. That's not going to work but I'll make it, I'll, I'll make something similar to that. That does work. I understand where you're going with it. Well, see, that's my day. favorite part. I'm oh, sorry. Good.
5: Well, yeah, that's just how we've worked. What's why we work together so well is Andrew's got ideas. He know, honestly, he's been in the, the suppressor world a lot longer than I have. And he knows what people want and he has crazy ideas to do stuff. And, and I take it and I say, okay, Here's how we make it happen. Here's how we make small adjustments to it to make it real. Because of my experience with, you know, I've used basically every CAD program there is at one point or another. And then with my machining experience, it lets me, know, it helps me with making sure stuff is actually manufacturable instead of, well, unless you just want to 3D print it, then you can really do anything, I guess. But um, yeah, that's just why we work together so well is because he has good ideas. Like if he came up with the whole reflex the OCM idea, which has taken off and has basically allowed both of us to quit our jobs, um, it's just why we work together so well.
1: I appreciate the transparency on your page. Like, well, obviously, like you can't show everybody your ideas, but like, you'll never see Surefire or like some like big suppressor company make a post like, "Yeah, we thought it'd be funny if we turned half the baffles backwards and." So we built a can like that and it actually works pretty well. Like it's 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 just hilarious. Some of the some of the things you guys do that and, and build just seemingly because you want to. Oh yeah. I mean, wait,
5: we, t- wait till you see what we have coming.
0: <laughs> in a perfect world, like and this was John's idea. He says like, you know, in a perfect world we we need four days a week for like production where we just run stuff that's gonna make money. And then we have one day a week where we can just build whatever off the wall random idea we want, just to fuck around. And uh, it's, it doesn't always work out like that, but we we try to
6: make it work like that.
1: I've exhausted my questions. I didn't come prepared. I just learned
5: about <laughs> uh, this like a day ago. <laughs> so yeah, what? I uh I whenever I listened to the AK thing. I wrote. I scribbled down a couple things. What you, did one of you guys say? You work for Arrow. That would
2: no.
4: be me. yes. What? <laughs> is, that, is that a secret? <laughs> no that's it's not true. Oh, no, I think okay. Womp said gotcha. he works in aerospace. Not air oh, Okay. Yeah.
7: Gotcha. Gotcha. In air defense. Okay.
5: Okay. I don't okay. know John and ADM.
4: Everybody, yeah, I love everybody, them.
5: I love everybody their Lord at Cuz I was I was super interested yeah. in the uh, you guys had a pretty lengthy discussion on like the AK build quality and just you know, different ways of manufacturing the AK and some, they were talking about knurling, pressing two knurled pieces together. Oh, Lots of interesting yeah. stuff like that, which was really crazy. And I thought really interesting. It sounded like some of you guys are machinists as well. It might know. Uh, yeah. That I, uh, stuff. So what do what do you do or what do you
7: make? Uh, <laughs> uh, large parts for the air defense industry.
2: Uh, okay. First one in pre-production shit. Gotcha. That's cool. Um, I have a question I thought of earlier. Wop, you can go if you want. Yeah. I think Wop was about done. I don't know his internet's
4: weird. I guess. Yeah, so. I can't. I can't tell. <laughs> You're
1: just just asking. Wop can keep talking okay,
4: later can hear us. Suppressor mounts. What what sucks and what is good?
2: Surefire's fucking garbage.
4: Okay, that's well, that's what popped into my head too. That's what I was wondering.
0: That's um, my favorite's the dead air chemo. Uh, mm-hmm. My my personal favorite, um, the Q Plan B system is really good if you can, <laughs> you know, set aside the fact that it's Q. But then yeah. you, have, you have companies like Reardon and Liberty. Um, who are now kind of solving that problem. Like, you, you know, maybe you want to run the Q pattern, but you don't want to give Kevin any money. Um, so you got the Reardon and Liberty. Um, that's really good. Um, some of the worst mounting systems are stylish or Co. ASR. Uh, it's a garbage oh, system. Um, except for the sure threads. fire garbage. Which one? Surefire. I'm not a fan of the oh. Surefire mounts.
1: Yeah, I've I heard bad things about the uh, the war comps and such.
0: Is it all surefire or just the war comp? Just uh, pretty sure it's just all surefire. Like, okay, if if you think I'm lying about this, Google it after we get off here and look it up in the surefire owners manual for their suppressors. It says in the owners <laughs> manual, it says when your suppressor becomes carbon locked on the rifle simply undo the mount and shoot one round through your suppressor so it launches off the rifle. Like they literally tell you when it becomes carbon locked, just unlock it and shoot it until it launches off the rifle downrange. Point it in a safe direction to where you can retreat <laughs> you know that baffles, like, baby. That is
4: some fucking <laughs> Soviet engineering shit right there.
0: Yeah, like like what company's gonna put something out and be like, all right, look, all right, it kinda sucks. So When it messes up, just shoot it until it comes off. Make sure it's pointed in a safe direction so you don't shoot it down a mountainside. You're
1: going to want to find your nearest rock, five to 10 pounds, and give it a big whack.
4: Yeah, uh, that's a different kind of can cannon.
3: (laughs) Andrew, do you remember when I broke the fuck out of your Griffin uh, pistol suppressor mount?
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Actually, it's funny you say that. I'm kind of fondling one in my hand right now like it's a fidget spinner. Um, This definitely was a huge failure on Griffin's part, which would explain why there's already a Gen 2 out.
4: Talking about the cam lock?
0: Yeah. Oh, Um, God damn it. (laughs) I can't even see that. No, Ethan was with me when I got it in. Like Ethan was here. And so, you know, I have a couple pistol cans and a couple hosts. And so I spent like 300 bucks ordering all this camlock stuff and um, I got it in and me and Ethan got it all out and was getting it put on. And it just me, me and him at one point just kind of both looked at each other and was like, oh, my God, this fucking sucks. Like it just it's it's not good. It's just not good.
3: Oh, yeah. Like, you torque it just a little bit too much, just hand tightening it, and your threads don't fucking exist
0: anymore. It was great.
3: So, is it just funny.
0: soft material? I don't know what it was. It was just real inconsistent. So, we got uh, two different pistons, and um, one piston, and this was the one me and Ethan messed around with, one piston, if you just barely tightened it, like, you could grab it with two or three fingers and tighten it, and the threads would automatically strip off of each other uh, without giving it hardly any torque. But then you put the next piston on the same mount, and you just barely tighten it, and then it gets locked on there so hard that you have to take a blowtorch and a strap wrench to get it off. Um, So it just seemed like it was just some really inconsistent tolerances
2: between the parts. And that's the thing, is that threading is, general it it ain't a hard it's it's you okay it's just the <laughs> diameter and well, the thread okay. no I'm
5: not the Camlock My threads though aren't phone. even real threads are they it's their own little no
2: they're they're like they're interrupted
0: really yeah they're like they're they're it's like three little interrupted threads which that new uh, I think it's called like the easy lock system or something like that um it's like the Gen Two to the uh, to the taper lock. It's like you know we know this product we just put out a year ago sucks fucking balls. So here's a here's a Gen Two.
5: Well, we're gonna blow that thing out of the water with my new uh, three lug booster combo. I still don't understand it. <laughs> so I, so you guys know what <laughs> three lug what a three lug is, right? Yeah, the three lug, Come on, I Do right?
1: it has more okay, than two so, lugs, less than four?
5: <laughs> yeah. Well basically i'm making a three lug that has a larger id so and then a booster that has a really small od so that you can put a three lug onto a booster and you can actually quick detach a can from a pistol to a pcc without having to actually unscrew the booster and like change out a spring to a to a spacer or anything like that so it's just like three lug and you can three lug it onto a pistol and onto a rifle without you know there's still being a spring on it
3: you guys do like PCC a lot, uh, and how's how does the penis taste? <laughs> 9
5: millimeter carbines are uh, my personal favorite, so. Yeah, they're,
3: it's, it's so much fun. So suck uh, it. I, I'm sure you would like that. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind getting in suppressors a little bit more. Um, I know you're, can we talk about the 5.56 can? Can we talk about what that is?
7: They already have one.
3: No, I, uh, Andrew, continue if you would like.
0: Uh, well, I mean, we have the OCM five, which is, you know, the clone, the clone of the, uh, the ops 12, um, can. And, um, but then, you know, it's just, that's a really specific, weird kind of niche five, five, six can. Um, and so we're in the process of making like a regular one right now, you know, something something more along the lines of a YHM turbo or surefire or something like that.
1: Uh, YHM turbos look so cool to me as someone who can only afford a YHM turbo or one of those Chinese uh, kits, shall I call it? We're,
0: yeah, We're <laughs> hoping to come in. We're hoping to come in at the YHM turbo price range. I hope.
1: I think that's yeah. a good market to hit. Cause there's not really a lot of like budget, suppressors that are out right now like that's the, like granted i don't know nearly as much about it as most of the uns guys but i can't think of many suppressors that are relative like even relatively affordable right now other than other than some of the yhm stuff
0: yeah and the yhm stuff is awesome dude like it actually is you know not even for the price point like take the price point out of the picture uh it's just really good stuff and then the price is just kind of like icing on the cake. And um, so it's it's definitely going to be challenging making a suppressor to compete with the y h m stuff, but uh, that's kind of what we're we're working on right now
1: so so you know a lot more obviously about the manufacturing costs of this more than most of us since you guys do it. is there a reason y h m is able to make such a competitively priced product that still performs? So, relatively well when compared to some of the other bigger companies like that? Is it just because the bigger companies are doing enough sales whenever they overinflate their prices, you think?
0: Well, if you look at the YHM cans, yeah, they're full welded. So, if you look at the YHM cans, they have the turbo, they have the turbo T2, they have the resonator, they have the resonator K, they have the R9, and I feel like I'm missing something else. So, five or six cans. That are 100% identical. The only difference is the hole through them, the hole size. You know what I mean. And so, when when you're making six cans that are identical, the only difference between them is the hole size. You can really just crank a lot of them out, really, really quick. And um, they're tubeless, full welded cans, um, which you know, it's kind of a, I don't know about a misconception, but I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize the reason that the industry is gravitating more towards tubeless cans is just because how much cheaper and easier they are to make.
7: Um, um that in, like they're in, in manufacturing 99% of the time that you're losing money is in changeover. If your spindles turn and cranking out parts, you're making money and that's, you can Yep, hundred percent. If you're, running the same parts or the parts for all these cans are practically identical, man, you can put a auto feeder on a machine
0: and fuck, you'll just be cranking them out all day. Yeah. Yeah. So those YHM cans, I mean, I think I talked to a dealer and, um, they said like their dealer cost on the YHM cans was like 200 bucks. um, so that means, you know, YHM is selling these suppressors. And, you know, everybody likes to try and at least double their money. So if YHM is selling to a dealer for 200 bucks, and then the dealer's turning around and selling it for 400 bucks, you know, it's it's pretty safe to say YHM probably has $100 or less in each of those cans. Wow. I
1: think it's the same reason a lot of optics are so expensive. I mean, oh man, oh. there's just there's not a lot of competition. Like you see, okay, I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this from people who uh, do not like Hollow Sun. Sun oh. puts out a good product for yeah, incredibly cheap yeah. compared to compared to your aim points, compared to your text. Yes, I know. Well, that's why box. they got I, I would take I
6: mean,
4: you a 403 or a 503 8 point clone over a pro any day.
1: Fight me. Yeah, i are going my college. clone guns, bro. How else am I <laughs> supposed to LARP like I was in uh Black Hawk Down?
6: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of Alex
3: on
2: stuff, for sure.
3: Andrew, you're a big optics guy. Uh, oh. You've made fun of more optics than I've made fun of people. Uh, and that's so a what big are, list. <laughs> yeah. So what are, like, uh, you know... What are some good? What's some good shit out there right now? What's some shit shit out there right now? Uh, What do you put on what? I know you're in the long range too, so talk about long range. Yeah, that's has to to cost at least
0: two grand. That's kind of more my area is the long range stuff, like when it comes to like red dots and um, you know holographic sights and some of that kind of stuff. uh, I'm not a real big tactical guy. I'm a little too fat for that. so I kind of stick with the long-range stuff. Um, you know, the Vortex Gen 2 Razors, good, good budget scope. And then, um, you know, the, the Mark 5s would be like the next step up from that. Then the ATACRs would be like the next step up from that. And then you got the Zero Compromise and the Tangents and all that stuff. And then you got the NX8 line, the Knot Force NX8 line. Uh, 30 millimeter Knot Force isn't real Knot Force. Those, those aren't very good. Can we talk
4: about like a uh, how fucking corny a lot of optics names are? Like Night Force? Tell me, Night yeah. Force doesn't sound like a fucking
1: Steven Seagal nineteen ninety. Fuck
7: you, movie. faggot!
1: It sounds like 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 a, like a Hollywood rendition of what an evil gun company would be called.
0: <laughs> That'd be, yeah, that's that's a, like it sounds like a movie Steven Seagal would star in. <laughs>
2: Make make fun of
0: Night Force all you want, but when they release the four to twenty 4 by, by sixty nine. Yeah, we need the come on Night Force.
1: Yeah, we really we really dropped the ball with like harassing optics companies. We need to we need to get back to doing that in full force.
0: Hey, uh you in all, all ask John some questions. You all ask John some questions real quick. I've got to go get a can of dip. Ooh, I've got a good question. Uh
4: I've got one for excuse him. me. Uh, we heard you uh also operate some heavy equipment.
7: Are you forklift certified? <laughs> we heard I'm you not. had a giant giant <laughs> <didn't know>
5: what
2: <coughs> we he- heard
7: you had a giant cock. <laughs> there we go.
4: That's a rumor that goes around. So confirmed. <laughs>
7: No I'm not going to speak balls? to that. That's why I was late. I was shaving my balls.
5: <laughs> no, I'm not going to speak to that.
1: <laughs> I mean, fair enough, fair enough.
4: Okay, okay so it's true.
5: <laughs> oh, it's
2: definitely true. Confirmed. So,
4: is it over or under, like,
2: a fresh, uh, cop? <laughs> okay. okay,
1: definitely o- oh, over. Oh, why? So if Subway was selling a sandwich as large as your cock, how many inches is <laughs> the sandwich? Would be? Are we in here talking about John's big dick?
5: <laughs> of course we
2: are.
0: <laughs> oh man, I, I wish they knew you, John. I wish they knew you like I do. <laughs> Andrew, I've seen your penis
3: more times than I've seen my penis. Like, wow. I can't even see mine no more.
0: So okay, look, I got Andrew can't see Don, either. It, but what <laughs> this might this might this might embarrass John a little bit um, I'm sure it is <laughs> no it's a good thing it's 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 one of your positive qualities, one of the things I admire about you um so John he is a very um I've known him for quite a while now, and I've never heard him say a single curse word um if he i'm pretty sure that he could burn down his $200,000 house and shoot a hole in his foot. And he would just be like, Oh darn it. This really stinks. <laughs> uh, he's, like, he's, he's just like, he's just so innocent and so sweet and proper. Um, never gets upset, never gets angry. Um, never, never a mean word or curse word towards anybody. And so, you know, one day I made like a little dick and his wife is the same way. Okay. Um, and so one day, I made like a little dick joke at John, and his wife chimed in and was like, "Oh, that's not true." And <laughs> and so, so a good one there, John. It's <laughs> so like you just would have to know wife and John and his wife like on a personal level to understand how off color that is for something like that to take place. And so, and this you was know, on Facebook, I believe. We, yeah, we've we've just we've just arrived at the conclusion that John has a massive penis, but he won't show it.
1: To you. How long have you known him? Like, is this something you can wear down, or you think you're never going to see it?
0: <laughs> I'm. I think I'll, I'll get there one
1: day. John, <laughs> you have to join hockey. You have to
2: play
0: hockey. I'll play hockey if, like, if if I can see your dick, I'll I go buy deal. a pair. Of hockey. Oh,
1: live in like hold Kentucky. Is there, well, I on. didn't know they had hockey there.
0: <laughs> I live in
1: oh, Western play PA. In South Carolina. But you live in Western PA? I do. yes All right, I'm DMing you.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, there's <laughs> too many answers in here. What the fuck? He's like, there's too many people with large cocks in Western PA. You gotta get out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> He's DMing oh, that's you a way to that makes one of us.
3: But uh, John, what can?
5: flex weight is your cock? <laughs> <laughs> I use a 75 on my stick.
4: Oh, but I I thought you can't use two sticks
3: in hockey. (laughs) Andrew, can (laughs) I mention the best video of you on the internet, or do I have to delete what I just said? Nope.
2: All right, good. Good. Blocked. Blocked and reported. Blocked in real life. And (laughs) R.I.P.
7: I have a question for y'all. What's up? So. The materials used in suppressors are some fucking rude bitches. You got titanium, seventeen four. 4 People are using Inconel. Do you guys ever have those moments where you're like, fuck this shit, we're making it out of aluminum, and if they
5: don't like it, they're good. <laughs> I did when we started. <laughs> yeah. Right now, though, I've pretty much dialed in titanium. I've, I just got there with stainless, too, because we've been doing these reflex, can- these uh, CMs. I still call them reflex scans. Um, but titanium I've had dialed in for a little bit. Now you just got to find the right insert and, um, you know, you get around, you find the right speeds and feeds that work out. And, um, now I can run, I think I can run titanium for roughly, I want to say eight hours without changing an insert. It's pretty, pretty consistent, pretty good, but it does kinda it definitely is different from steel in that you can't run bar feeders because the insert life is so much less. It's like almost not worth it because you're gonna go in and change inserts after a bar or two.
6: Anyway.
1: I just thought of something while you guys were talking about different materials for suppressors. I was like, man, what's the dumbest thing you can make a suppressor out of and still like market it to people? And then I remembered that thing from a couple months ago, that polymer suppressor called the mute. That just disappeared oh, and yeah. everybody blamed <laughs> it today.
7: Yeah, <laughs> whatever happened to that thing? Energetic I don't know. Did it just about they as done. close, with their fucking C three hundred steel was that them? They was it energetic that did that?
0: They got memed off the internet.
7: That
4: polymer suppressor company did. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out here. Okay, magnesium okay. suppressor,
0: dried semen. <laughs> I, I really want and I, I don't think it's something i've talked to john about but uh, i think it'd be cool to make a magnesium like 22 long rifle suppressor or something i mean titanium, i mean i mean i understand that you know magnesium the, in a form is flammable but so is titanium
4: it'll, um it only burns a little bit it'll be fine <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, titanium's the same way, though. They use titanium powder and fireworks and things, you know. Titanium's make... are
4: incredibly
7: flammable. Uh, I was deburring a, a wing support for an airplane, and uh, it was a threaded hole, and they used a little deburn tool, and the chips down in the threaded hole caught on fire. And uh, it looked like I was staring at the sun. It was bright as fuck. Yeah, titanium, when yeah. it burns, yeah. you ain't doing shit to it. You have a titanium shop fire. Go ahead, grab your wallet and lunchbox and walk out the door. You ain't putting it out.
0: You can use sand. That's about, about it. Well, just make sure when you're
4: using your magnesium suppressor uh, that you find some nice dry grass to shoot into to catch all the particles.
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think <laughs> it'd be. I really don't. I really don't you think unless you got it. Of- now, now if you got a baffle strike things might get interesting. But just existing as a suppressor, I think it would be fine. But I don't know.
1: You can put some gasoline okay, on the, the ground, it'll like know. absorb the sparks.
0: That seventeen four y'all are using, great. is
1: that
7: preheat treat before turning? What? The seventeen four y'all use, the stainless is that what y'all use? I'm not Yeah, we use seventeen four.
5: It's heat treated
0: after after okay. welding, actually. Oh no shit. Yeah, you can't you can't weld it um, like after it's heat treated it it gets too brittle. So um, John machines it and then I assemble it, weld it, and heat treat it. Uh, heat oh, treating is yeah. the step of the process. Are
7: y'all okay with talking about programming? Yeah, is uh, that a the jump in, but I'm sure. He sure. Would are you guys running CAD CAM or are you guys doing conversational?
5: Oh, F-conversational. <laughs> f- no, CAD-CAM. I use uh, Fusion right now, but I just got, uh, um, was it SolidWorks? I just reached out to SolidWorks. I saw they had a deal for companies under a million dollars. There's only like a couple hundred a year versus their normal couple thousand dollar license. So I think I prefer Pro-E. Well, so Fusion 360 is is kind of crap, honestly. It's, it's definitely the crappiest uh cad cam software of of the big boys but it does have its perk in that the manufacturing environment and the design environment are both tied to the part so if you make a change like a dimensional change to your part you literally just click a button and you're over in the manufacturing environment and it's all there and you just rerun your tool paths and you know everything's updated whereas a lot of the other ones you know you're you're buying mastercam and you're importing parts into it and um, I haven't really used other ones lately, so maybe that sort of stuff has changed, but Fusion 360 is, is decent for that sort of close integration between CAD and CAM.
6: Yeah, I've
7: used Mastercam a little bit and then just SolidWorks is, I think, 90% of it. I like SolidWorks a lot. If you, guys, like you guys are a small and pretty agile company. What's your like runtime from you're sitting like say you two are sitting down having beers and you're like hey we should fucking try this what's the time between holy shit i got an idea to your outbacks shooting it if, if you really wanted to push
5: it if like, we really wanted, we wanted to do it, it if we really yeah, wanted to do it three. a week yeah a day or two a week because i got to ship it to him like i said i'm in western pa but
0: yeah so a lot of people think that me and john like Live in the same town and work in the same building, but we don't uh, I thought
1: it until about five minutes ago,
0: yeah, I yeah, did yeah throw I that
1: out.
0: we uh we are working towards getting all under the same building, but I mean, it's kind of a deal where're like um, I don't know, I helped john the the machine that runs all the otter Creek parts. I gave him the money for the down payment for it, and um he we're putting him as a part owner in our company and um so we really are the same company even though we're not in the same building if that makes sense but right
5: now we have separate ffls and separate llcs and all that jazz but that's just kind of formalities on how we're working right now
2: that's so you know what's that really closely together
1: what'd you say what or was that WAP? someone said something
7: oh um, shit i didn't i hit the button by accident i'm sorry continue (laughs) no yeah we
5: i mean we we text more than i think either of us like (laughs) uh we talk or text basically all day and just about whatever's going on new ideas production status whatever
0: but we we even tell each other i love you But I mean, we work. We're not in the same oh. building, but we we make an effort to be with each other whenever we can. Hey. Like, like uh, I've I've came up to PA quite a few times and stayed for a couple days and helped him in the shop. And he's coming down here and helping me. And I mean, it's an eight hour drive, but uh, it's not that's not too bad. So we do see each other uh, pretty frequently, even though we're not in the same state. Once we both have
5: enough money, we're going to move somewhere mutual. We just haven't figured that out yet.
1: Siberia. Lovely this time of year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Florida or something. Who knows? Well, maybe you all can persuade him. So tell him how dumb this is. I have a big-ass 3,000 square foot warehouse building here in Kentucky that's already paid off that we can move all of his machines into tomorrow, but he won't move to Kentucky that's stupid move to it's, in the, it's in the middle of nowhere there's no hockey that's the best part no hockey. The best. <laughs> yeah. no hockey
1: yeah no that hockey that's why you should move bourbon, so i'm there for it
0: <laughs> I Can't believe what i'm hearing right now ethan's been ethan's been to the building there's a shooting range behind the building
1: yep okay no i would leave hockey for that that sounds nice
3: and there's wasps have you taken care of those wasps
0: well it's winter time. Luckily the winter is taken care of. Have you ever told that story on here? It's seventy fucking degrees and no, go ahead. Tell the story. Okay. This is probably one of the funniest stories ever. Um so this was when Ethan it was me, Ethan, and another buddy of ours named Zach. And it was when we were actually doing testing and development for the O C M five. And um we went to the shooting range, to like the actual proper shooting range, and um we had a weapon stoppage that could not be fixed at the range. And so, uh, we were like, "All right, we'll go back to the, we'll go back to my, my shop. We'll fix it at the shop. And then, um, we'll go out, we'll go out to the range behind the shop and walk out into that cow pasture and finish the test. And, um, so we did, and we walked probably about 20 yards into the field. We had to jump a barbed wire fence and go through some weeds and stuff. And, um, we we started the test and then all of a sudden you we all started at the same time going like ow, ow what the hell what, what's going on and we i i I'd actually shot the gun into a yellow jacket's nest <laughs> and um so probably no shit probably about 40 or 50 yellow jackets came pouring out of this nest and swarmed us and um latched onto <laughs> us and um we're were stinging the absolute shit out of us. And so we dropped a lot of our shit and just ran and we hopped the barbed wire fence. Like, I think one of us got cut on the barbed wire fence and, um, we ran into the shop thinking we were safe. Um, but we didn't realize that there were a lot of them still latched onto our clothes or latched onto us still stinging us. And, um, so even though we were in the building, we were still getting swarmed and stung by the ones that were already on us. Um, I think by the time all was said and done, I counted like twenty stings on me. Zach had quite a few. Ethan had quite a few. We were all swollen up and like sick. It was it was pretty bad. Did y'all pee on the stings
7: to make them feel better?
1: I think that's jellyfish. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Close enough. <laughs> but, uh, no. that was
3: bad. As great as that was, um, can we talk about the Socom testing? What that standard entails, uh, what it actually shows, and then the testing that you put your designs and products through before you release them.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um, so, the SOCOM surge test—it um, was outlined by like the Naval Warfare Center and um, some of the SOCOM contracts and things like that. It's 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 a test that any suppressor has to pass before it can um be like issued into military service or whatever d- depending on its application like you know obviously the the suppressors on like the sniper rifles and like the M24s and stuff like that don't have to pass this test but um if it's going on to like a fighting rifle battle rifle it has to pass this test um it's it's eight mags straight nonstop um alternating between semi auto, three round bursts and full auto. Um it's it's a pretty it's a pretty hard test and um with the O C M five we we had to make some changes. I think on our first uh our first two attempts we didn't pass the test with the O C M five. Um how far did y'all get? Well we we um we made it to the end the the can finish the finish the test every time, but then um inspecting the can afterwards, just some issues were found that shouldn't have been there um, and so making a couple changes and so that's kind of the thing is like make a change, go back and repeat the test, make a change, go back and repeat the test and um so finally, we made a change uh pass the test. Uh, no issues with the gun whatsoever after and then i think i ended up repeating the same test uh, quite a few times with the same can just to verify that it was you know going to keep holding um and so that's kind of the testing
2: procedure for any kind of duty can that we're going to put out
3: now do you do any testing past that
0: yeah. I mean, that's just the durability testing. We do a lot of the... I think you were... Have you been with me for any of our metering days, Ethan? No, because I would uh, yell too much and mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we have a sound meter too uh, where we'll meter things and start changing some variables and really try and tune tune the sound as good as we can. And um, We use a BK2209 meter, which um, I realize a lot of people talk shit about but a lot of the people who talk shit about the 2209 are below me on the Pew Science rankings too. So, (laughs) Um, (laughs) When did you know that
7: you were going to do that well on Pew Science? Like you had to have known before you shipped
0: out, you're like, yeah, this thing's some hot shit right here, dude. Oh yeah. Ask Jay. And Jay was surprised. Like anybody who talks to Jay, ask Jay. I sent him the cans and then I sent him the Pew Science ranking list And I said, the L can is going to fall right here, and it's going to be this number, and the S can is going to fall right here, and it's going to be this number. And um, I was one point off on the S can. I guess the L can exactly, um, I was one point off on the S can. I mean, I'm not not, uh, as smart on the machining side and engineering side as, as John is, but when it comes to suppressor designs and... Uh, metering and testing suppressors. That's, um, that's my strong point. So I knew, I knew where they were going to be when I sent them in. I knew we had good cans.
7: Yeah, that blew me away. And it pissed a lot of people off, which I thought was hilarious. If there's an industry that, if everyone in the suppressor industry died except for y'all two, I, I'd be okay. <laughs> I think it was, it was, it was hilarious to see multi million dollar companies lose their shit because. They got their asses kicked.
0: Oh, wait till we send them this new one. We got <laughs> we got one that's even better. We we've been working uh, we've been working on a new one because I was really happy with where we fell uh, on the, on the on the Pew Science uh, rankings, but at the same time, like I was a little bit disappointed at the same time because I wanted to be closer to CGS. Like uh, going into it, I knew that we weren't going to beat cgs i knew that um but i was hoping to at least the, be close. fucking freaky with the uh, how it sounds
1: is there anything you guys do to like test cans that might be a little bit unconventional to the bigger companies
5: come in them hey
2: yeah. Yeah. I don't
5: <laughs> don't, um, sometimes you- i wonder if the other companies are even testing them
4: <laughs> cool. uh, <Why>? is there <laughs> no come in this can someone must have used it <laughs>
0: the answer would be no is some companies really don't do very thorough testing I feel like the testing and metering and you know we even do we do point of impact shifting and accuracy testing uh, we, we do pretty pretty thorough testing on everything and I feel I definitely feel like we do more than some companies do but yeah we did of,
6: through
5: we went through a really thorough testing regimen on the PR can I mean we ta- we changed individual. we made over probably 20 baffle stacks and we changed from one to the other we would you know make you know 13 holes instead of 11 holes or whatever and different things different thicknesses different angles Uh, we we tested a lot of stuff to narrow
0: down which parts uh we have a gallon bucket full of baffles and i mean you know you all know what size baffles are they're not big you know they're smaller than a dip can uh they're about the size of like a scope ring or something you know we have a fire you're, you're
1: not you're not gonna hear surefire using a dip can as a unit of the measurement
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're not very big baffles aren't big but we have a five gallon bucket full of of testing baffles and stuff you know and it's always nice because we can go back and i can uh, i don't think legally like you know, if the, if the ATF is listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't think legally I'm technically supposed to have a five gallon bucket full of baffles laying around, but I do. Um, but it's nice because we can go through and grab those. Like, if ever I wake up one day and I'm like, you know what, I wonder if this baffle, when combined with this baffle, would work good, I can go and grab my test tube. I can go sift through my five gallon bucket full of baffles and pull out the baffles I want and go test it.
7: To the ATF agent listening, I have unregistered machine guns. You can come visit me first. Leave Andrew alone, you cunt.
1: Well, WAP's address is 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> oh
7: God, Bet you won't no-knock no- me, you fucking pussies.
6: <laughs> so I do really you guys do like
2: so the Boogaloo? Oh my gosh. Oh my God. How oh do you no do, no fellow bootards?
4: <laughs> I'm so glad died. that Trent died. February
7: seventh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny because he it was like a pun on January sixth. Oh my gosh!
3: Oh, he said it. God damn it! That reminds <laughs> me of nine eleven. The words. Oh
7: my a
4: gosh! Tragedy. Nine eleven was a the-
1: national tragedy.
0: I don't even know, John. John, do you know what bug Bugaloos is? Yes, do you I know, I know, know what nine eleven
5: is? Give me a break. Yes, yes I know I what know. it is. <laughs> no, like it's I've been on the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah. You didn't even have an Instagram until like a, a couple months ago. So I didn't know if you were aware.
3: Nothing on the internet is real. It's not important. This is true. Andrew, can we talk about <laughs> those uh 22LR cans that we exploded and why they lasted so fucking long? Can you speak to that?
0: Oh man, that one we never found all the pieces of it. Um yeah, we we blew up we <laughs> me and Ethan. Uh, and some of our other, other buddies, we took some 22 long rifle cans and we put them on a SDR-556 and um, ran them until they blew up. And um, the Chinese bad. the Chinese aluminum one, it was like one, I'm sure everybody's seen them. It's like the $8 Chinese fuel filters. Um, it actually lasted a surprising amount of time.
3: Well, we we were putting 556 through them, not 22LR. Yeah, yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I ignored
2: you. Yeah, but it, I mean, we put it on my full
0: auto lower and we were just letting them rip.
1: I think Polinar, Polinar made a video like that about a month, month and a half ago where they did something similar. They got one of those like $20 fuel filters from uh, Alibaba or whatever, put it on an yeah, 74 the 74 and shot quite a lot. I mean, the, the suppressor the was not in good one. shape after, but it
0: lived. He was using the big one. We were using like the one inch diameter ones for like twenty two. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and so when it when it when that one finally blew up, it was like a pipe bomb. We went back and it was actually pretty dangerous. Like looking back on it, it's like it's it's a wonder nobody died. Um, mm-hmm. We we were we were conducting the test very Kentucky like, and so we had it on it. We had the gun on a tripod with a full auto lower, and then we were hiding behind a pole. And somebody just reaching around the pole and squeezing the trigger. Um, And anyway, we had a camera set on slow-mo. And uh, when that can blew up, it sent a baffle straight back into the pole, like hard as fuck. And if that pole wouldn't have been there, definitely, it it would have taken you out. Like, you would have
3: died. Oh, yeah. There was some parts, like, right behind me. And it was funny because it was your brother behind the pole. And I was like, Ethan, that's not safe. And it turns out he was in the safest position possible.
0: Yeah, dude, that one baffle that went over the roof of the shed. So I mean, we yeah. were shooting at the shed. The shed's probably you know fifteen feet high and twenty feet wide, and we found baffles laying on the other side of it. Like when it blew up, they went everywhere.
3: So don't do that. This is the lesson to everyone, or do I don't care,
1: or do it? I mean. Yeah, well, I don't, that do shit. it if do it if you're legally allowed to. I'm not. I'm not telling anyone to do anything illegal.
0: But <laughs> but it'd be pretty cool. About, that's the that's the cool thing about having an SOT. If I want to make an eight dollars suppressor and blow it up, I can I can do it for eight dollars.
7: What's the first thing you made when
0: you got your SOT? Um, I think I serialized a couple of the illegal suppressors that I had. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what
0: is wrong with you,
1: <laughs> man? This no, the guy at the ATF office is like, man, this guy first day of having his SOT, he has twelve <laughs> suppressors serialized now. This guy He's knows how to, to run a it.
0: fucking machine. I've, I've <laughs> made that joke, I dude, I made that joke so many times in the Form One world because, like, you know, with the Form One world, you got to file the stamp and you got to wait for it to be approved, and then after it's approved, <laughs> you, can, you can you can start building. You know what I mean? And so, like, I made a meme. It was on the FatFuck page. It got shared like everywhere on the internet there for a while. It was like an ATF agent making a real confused face. And it's like, I just approved this guy's stamp five minutes ago. How's he already shooting the suppressor that would take five hours to build? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I think the first thing I made. I think the first thing as an SOT was when uh, we started uh, the PR we already had a pretty good game plan uh, for the PR cans and knew what we wanted to do. And um, we were just waiting on the SOT to come back. And so as soon as it come back, I think day one we started on PR and then I had your SOT
5: almost a year after I had mine actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So John, John was ahead of me on that. Like he was ready to make the parts, but uh, I, I I hadn't got my SOT back yet. And so Day one was starting on PR development, and I think the really the first thing I made myself for personal use was a full auto lower.
1: That'd be most people's like number one, other than a suppressor. It just impractical. Oh, yeah. What's so cool? You gotta no. have one. If you if no, you're an SMP, I'd make a
7: Molotov one. cocktail out of a fleshlight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys see that We're meme going. the other day? They they just made the first serialized pipe bomb, uh, like dude, a couple dude, months ago. Ordnance lab is awesome. They fucking launched uh, homemade
4: Molotovs out of a can cannon. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds even more that's, dangerous that's than fucking awesome.
2: That's terrifying.
1: Man, I want a can cannon. They look so fun.
2: What about ATF going after can cannon so as an? At, they
1: are like... so fucking. Fun.
4: I think, it, I think it's do hilarious. I think it's hilarious.
2: White supported gun control.
4: Uh, I have to return some videotape.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> I, mean,
6: I,
1: don't, I don't. I don't pick up on many of them. I get happy whenever I catch one.
2: Uh, I'm seriously trying questions. to find
1: I Does like anyone know about uh, you know the
4: rip? Those <laughs> rip the
2: energy drinks. Yeah, those things got me through some gallons. Cans. Mm-hmm.
4: The short cans, the little chode cans. I'm trying to find those to shoot at cannon. but I can't fucking find mm. them anywhere.
0: I just, I just thought of this. I don't know what made me think of this. So we're all, everybody on here is a meme page, pretty much like a shit post page. And yep. yep. You know, that's, no, that's kind of,
7: no 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 man. no no no. Um all of my pictures are very real and my advice is legitimate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit practical advice. That's you know, that's kind of where I came from is the meme page and shit ship post thing. And so like Leah Speed, for example, um she she messaged me last week on the Otter Creek page wanting a can. And uh then like the military Arms channel <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just funny because like a lot of these pages had oh, had God. me blocked. They they had my meme pages blocked. They had blocked me on my meme page, and I don't think they know I run Otter Creek. That's fucking funny.
2: And obviously, that's never caused problems in the past.
3: Huh? Nothing. Um. Um, as as you guys,
1: ask Sean some questions.
3: I'm trying. I'm trying to think.
1: My brain doesn't like turn real quick.
7: Oh, I've got a question. I'm here.
2: Would it be possible for the loudenser to double
5: as a pocket pussy? (laughs) I can't even make. Like I said, I can't even make it on these because I don't have the material. Enough I'm, I'm asking I'm
3: asking for yeah, He a, doesn't have pilots. enough <laughs> material for him to make one the diameter that he would need in the link. Yeah, his, so his can only runs. We're stuff making
1: the team. louder though,
2: right?
7: We are making this, right? Yeah? Cool. I'm we'll so gonna
1: start whipping up a design on MS Paint, whoever would like to watch.
3: Right. Uh, I mean for, for John, it's gonna be need to be at least like 13 inches long and a diameter of like ten inches.
7: From what John, I John, I heard this crazy rumor <laughs> about you, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. It me or John? John. Andrew, oh, I've man. heard rumors about you too. Oh man. All of Andrews are true.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's the loud one, sir. It's a large cone.
2: Can you draw on a uh, AR?
1: Uh, yeah, that's the, next, that's the next mock-up. I'm starting with a... This is a TX-22, so it can be something low-pressure we can try it out on. And then we can have the pocket pussy patched
2: oh. underneath did you it. All see, did you all see that like, picture
0: where a yeah. guy put a pocket pussy in a sig brace? Yes.
2: <laughs> I think we talked about that Actually, on, the, on the... No, episode.
0: no, no, no. No, no, no. We gotta have the pocket pussy be
4: perpendicular to the bore. No, no. Gotta be perpendicular.
1: No, this way you can no, use no. it while you're shooting. Oh,
4: you see how it comes way? down? No, the pocket pussy got to be perpendicular. That way you can finish into the loudenser and it creates like uh, wipes. Be
1: like a, in the like a, like a, like a, whatchamacallit? Uh, one of them. Like a well rock. One of the flintlocks you just put like glass in. What? You could, you could use it as like a projectile.
0: John's going to have to go say Five Hail Marys after this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mock up an AR.
2: Well, I think we could make one. I'll have it made in China. How's that? Even better. That's I even think better. people would buy it. Just a tube. Just a fucking tube.
0: I still got my boys in China. I'll hit them up. Have them make it.
1: You got Ping Ping and Zing Zing over there ready to Did ready to roll. Just <laughs> look at the funnel.
0: I tried yep. to sell my other business. <laughs> I tried to sell my other business partners on buying a Chinese kid, but they all said it would fall under sex trafficking, and we couldn't do it. Yeah, and
3: like you would have <laughs> to build suicide nets around your shop and everything. But I mean, they got like,
0: 13, they got thirteen year olds running those CNC machines like a boss, like, and they only charge pennies on the pennies on the dollar for the parts. Oh, yeah, so, like, it's it's better I bet than making place, shoes. Yeah, if I hit so, them up and I'm like, look, I got 10 grand. How much for your How much for your 12-year-old lathe boy? They would probably sell him to me. 7-7 seven seven drew
4: right the up, muzzle uh, threads on the AR, but didn't get
1: the lore right. You need to send these in the, in the thing. And I'm streaming it. Up, uh, I'm no streaming to Discord. Someone, someone screenshot this for meme for
2: value later. Cantilever mount. No. Oh my God. nice.
0: How'd you draw that mount better than the entire rifle? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Peck unit right there. Uh, gotta give this uh stendo.
5: This is impressive.
1: That's one of the surefire
3: hungerground quad stacks. Oh, man, I'm sure I'm glad this is an audio podcast. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> well, we the listeners.
7: Bet you won't draw a penis on it, you pussy.
1: I'm getting to that. You know how they have those engraved like PSA lowers? Yeah, man, I, I just spit beer
4: on myself and into my eye. <laughs>
1: okay. I think that's that's a
0: pretty good model. That looks pretty good.
2: Somebody somebody, get a screenshot of that.
1: Here, I'll, I'll save as... I
2: like took a screenshot. Andrew That's can weld that funnel
1: on any of our uh,
5: reflex blast diffusers.
6: And...
1: See, and Andrew, you so
3: someone have... can upload that to the podcast podcast page whenever this drops. Andrew, you do have a welder, right? Yeah, um, I'm the one who does all the welding. I might have you come to my house and help me with something, but go on with the podcast. I'll edit that out. I don't know how to weld,
7: Andrew. I'm going to ask you this live on a podcast. Can we help with the box art for the next uh, next cam? Yes. Can we?
3: We can have we? our artist right here. I've Please? got yeah.
7: ideas. I want to say I helped with the box art on something, so I'm better than Kevin Birmingham.
0: <laughs> oh, I can. the The clone incorrect guys can definitely design the box art. I think. I think the next thing we released... Uh, it's either going to be the 5.56 five, can or the 9mm can I'm not sure which there's a third option I'm excited
7: there's a
6: third option <laughs> <Yes> <laughs> John,
0: <laughs> which we're not going to we're not going to make the 5.56 five, can we're actually going to um, we're going to farm that out I believe we're just uh, we're just so overwhelmed uh, right now that uh, we, we had a meeting with another shop recently to take on some more work how
7: hard is it to find a good shop to work with? I mean, I mean, like, for, for people that don't know, silencers have relatively tight tolerances, and all of the materials, every single last one of them are a complete and utter royal bitch to work with. So it ain't like some mom-and-pop shop can just pick this shit up. It needs to be someone that's
0: got a decent head on their shoulders and it's got good equipment. Well, what we found is luckily I haven't had to do anything like I've had several shops reach out to us. Like, I don't know and it's, it's, it's cool. Cause I guess they can see that we're, you know, generating some hop and generating some success. And so we've had several shops reach out to us and be like, Hey, look, you know, we're FFL SOT. Uh, we're familiar with suppressor parts. If you all ever need any work done, you know, we can run some parts for you. Um, And so one of those companies that reached out to us, I think we're actually going to take them up on their offer. And um, we went there and did a tour of their facility, and um, it all looked really good. And I think they're probably going to run some parts
2: for us. Cool. Now,
3: question. Are you, in the future, planning on doing anything else with Otter Creek Labs? or will this always be a suppressor company or will you make a new company for other stuff? What are you doing? What's your, what's your 10 year plan? I'd buy an auto Creek
0: labs lower. I mean, yeah, I would, I would love to get into other stuff eventually. Like, um, I have, I have some ideas on how to make, um, integrally suppressed guns better and some things like that. Like I would like to get into eventually complete guns or lowers and, Things like that. It's just it's just really a matter of when time and money allows. Like right now on the OCM fives, uh, we're selling all we can make. You know, if we make twenty, if we make twenty in a day, we've sold forty that day. So um, we're just we're just trying to catch up on that mainly right now.
2: Can I ask yeah, you a question? I- no. Why
7: the all into? I'm a fucking ask you. <laughs> <laughs> why do
0: all why do all integral AR uppers fucking suck mad cock? Because the people who make them are like Gym Tech and stuff like that.
1: They look uncircumcised.
0: Yeah, I mean, I
7: want one, but they all are fucking horrible.
0: Well, like the integral AR uppers, they're really not integral AR uppers. What they essentially do is they take you know a ten-inch barrel and then they pin and weld a six-inch suppressor to it. Is it's pretty much all they're doing. Um, but I have a I have a cool idea about how you could run the suppressor on back. And um, the suppressor and the gas block would be one integral unit. And um, the gas tube would actually run out of the suppressor. And so the suppressor itself would be working as the gas block and as the suppressor. Um, Sounds fucking just, cool.
3: That's really cool. Yeah, you better you better hurry up because that that's going to be public domain here in a minute, and John's going <laughs> to smack you. So, nah. all of our we don't. I don't know if we should say this, but we don't have a single thing. We a
5: single, thing, we don't have a single thing patented.
0: So there's no sense Uh-oh. in. There's no sense patents in the gun world are the dumbest shit. Like, like you can just change one little thing and and you're good. Like yeah. patents are stupid. It's it's you know in, in principle. They're a great thing that protects intellectual property, but at the same time, they're very, very expensive. And so, say on the patent, we call out, you know, this piece has to be at a 45-degree angle or whatever. And then somebody can come in, well, that, that piece isn't at a 45-degree angle. it's at a 46-degree angle, and, you know, it's it's just fucking stupid.
1: You can tell me patents work for guns and then I can just show you a picture of that little PSA dagger. That's the Glock <laughs> that PSA is making.
4: Right. The question like, parts. Do those exist even?
1: I think they do. I've seen yeah, they're uh, right. go on yeah. the gun Did deal subreddit. Of- they're for sale.
4: I think I they've never been, like, seen them. anyone post one.
7: If I added one tenth to every dimension on something, could it get around the patent? Is that how it works?
0: Um, not quite. It really, don't depends, it really depends on how it's written and what the patent calls out, uh, specifically as like a critical feature. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I'll just... i
1: think you just described how the internet thinks 308 conversions work.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it is how they work. Yeah. I've, I've got a question that relates to the last two in terms of QD mounts, like we were talking about suppressor mounts. And then, uh, if you guys wanted to branch out into other stuff, what about, uh, uh, like any kind of QD optic mount. Uh, or if you have experience with any of them, what do you think sucks or what's good?
0: Um I like the ADM ones a lot. Um All right. I, nice. I haven't really used a whole lot of QD mounts. I had a Burris one. It was like a Burris QD mount and that thing was garbage. Um But like I have a couple different ADM QD mounts and they've all been really good.
4: Yeah, I have a shitload of idiom mounts, actually, and uh, they all return to zero pretty, pretty fucking close, like, within a minute, I think, on all oh, of yeah. them.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I have one that I, I had one for a while that, I don't know, it just lined up like the stars aligned. Um, I zeroed it on my 300 blackout with subs, and then I zeroed it on my AR9 with subs, and the zero ended up working out to be so damn close between the two rifles. <laughs> I would just, I would just move that, that optic back and forth between rifles for a while.
4: I had the stars align even more than that. I got, uh, like a $200 Burris RT six, like huge sale. It's a budget optic and, uh, a LaRue mount and mounted it up, leveled it and shit, put it on the gun. And at a hundred, it was immediately,
1: Zero, just Can't get better than that. fucking chance. Yeah, that's cool and all, but I didn't have to adjust the windage on mine, so
4: no, I didn't either. It was dead on. I swear to God, it was I had a unbelievable. Spoke, I
0: moved around uh, to like three different guns, and even at a hundred yards, the zero was within like. 1 to 2 MOA on three different guns and then I put it on this fucking HK416 and it was like 10 MOA off. It was crazy. I don't I don't know what's so much different about this HK than the other three guns I was running it on, but it was no. Well,
4: cool. uh, only the uh the, the civilian <laughs> HKs That's don't great. get the return to zero.
1: That's what it is. <laughs> oh, I'm poor. Because other things, I I don't know if this counts or not, but like I have one of those CMMG conversions. I was using just to my regular upper, like my, you know, my one with like my red dot, my normal upper that, that I used just for shooting. Conversion? Yeah, the 22 conversion. I put it in my uh, Brownells M16 dead on at 50 yards. Like, perfect. Great.
0: I've heard those things can destroy your barrel. I've never actually used one, though. That's just kind of FUD lore. CMG. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe
4: something with that uh, chamber extension or whatever the fuck you would call it marring the chamber yeah, it, like compass. it's
1: like a 22 barrel shaped like a 556 yes. casing that just Maybe sticks in that chamber fuck it up but
0: yeah I've, I've just i've just heard from numerous people that like they put that cmmg 22 kit in their gun and ran it for like a long period of time and then when they took it out to run 556 again it was like all fucked up like, so what uh, i've
1: heard after every I, I don't know an exact round count, but I've heard after you shoot it for quite a bit with the 22, take it out and put a few rounds of 5.56 five, through it again just to like I, I don't know if it's cleaning out the gunk or whatever. I don't know a lot about this stuff. I just repeat what I see on Reddit. But that's that's what I've <laughs> heard about it. Maybe it's a similar thing. I don't know. Uh, you probably would you run into a lot of
0: gunner. on a, Am I on the oh, what? Gross. Are you in the liberals gun on a group in Reddit? They really like it. Uh,
1: yeah, they like they like just about everybody there. They're very inclusive as long as you don't have differing opinions.
0: The I, got, I got on there one day just to check it out, and like, I don't know, it was just the crazy, most autistic shit I've yeah, ever seen. Dude. Like, we love we love the Second Amendment, but then the next uh, the next post down would be like praising Bernie Sanders. Cross state, cross state
1: lines,
0: yeah. You
4: cross state lines
0: if if you ever want to just like
4: stab your eyes out with a fork, just visit. Uh, Socialist Rifle uh, subreddit uh, Dude I've seen screenshots uh, It's so much Worse than the
1: screenshots If you want to see highlights from the SRA And LGO subreddits go on to The Plebeian AR subreddit Some <laughs> gold there Some real good stuff
2: <laughs> I might have to do it's, that
1: It's funny I'll see so some I'll shit link it. on
4: Facebook And then like 20 minutes later It shows up on there <laughs> <laughs> Anything, any Facebook group with "nation" in the name has absolute <laughs> trash.
0: I just made a Reddit account like a week ago, and I'm still trying to figure out how to use it. Um, I've joined quite a few, like Ebony Beauties groups and some things like that, but I'm I'm having a hard time <laughs> what? Out gun groups. Andrew, yeah, Andrew,
3: God, I, I have <laughs> you haven't been. You haven't been Ellie posting in the group chat recently, and I don't like it. I know. Oh,
4: I know exactly who he's
0: talking about. Oh, I do too. I know. I haven't been, in the, I haven't been very active in the group chat at all recently. I've been busy as shit. I know. I miss you. I miss you. Aw. Um, so uh,
3: I was at Andrew's. Uh, it was his new child's uh, baby shower, and there was a game quote unquote game going around where everybody like voted on a name for the child. This was before it was named. And I suggested Ellie. (laughs) And I don't know if like it was great, but I don't know if that joke was super unappreciated or what. I don't think anybody got
0: it but me. And that's all I care about. (laughs) Did you know did you know the kind of autism that was waiting for us? i was aware
5: i mean yeah i listened to one well i listened to one episode and a little bit of another one but i got uh, i got the vibe
4: you listened to the lie, ak guys episode right yeah mm-hmm. uh
1: that was a really tame episode <laughs> the, the first 20 minutes were the best we've ever been and then he yeah. left, well, yeah, then he subtle, left. all hell broke loose
5: brandon must <laughs> be a pretty big shot he had to I'm leave done. in the middle of the interview
0: i'm the not gonna like, lie i've never i've it. never listened to a single episode i probably won't even i probably won't even listen to this episode you're not oh, missing oh, out on much <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> i just i don't i don't i don't know the only podcast i've ever really listened to is joe rogan podcast and that's just i, I don't know i just damn like me. Joe. God, god damn it Wop. God, Wop. Wop. what is <laughs> wrong with you
5: <laughs> The only oh. podcast I've listened to before that one today was uh, the Always Sunny one. I don't listen to podcasts either. Uh, yeah, man. I was listening
4: to that one.
1: <laughs> it sounds w- like you're yelling at a dog who pissed on the floor.
4: Wop, Wop just <laughs> said, I'm so sorry in chat. I guarantee you he is not fucking sorry. He's not, He's not, not sorry at all. <laughs> He's not sorry at all.
3: Andrew, real uh, quick, back on the gun podcast thing. Um... <laughs> You had recently enough, I think, a barrel that was absolutely fucked. Was that you? No. You had a barrel that was fucked and had to send it back like 84 times?
0: I just had to send it back once. I haven't got to shoot it again since then. Can you,
3: can you talk about that barrel and company and whatever?
0: Can you talk about I, barrels? Well, I don't- I don't want to bad mouth them. I mean, you know, I've had not, I've had a knots armament I had to send back before. So, you know, every, every, and I'm sure inevitably at some point, just cause every company has to deal with it at some point, you know, there's some Otter Creek stuff people are going to have problems with. It's just going to fucking happen. But, um, I had a compass Lake barrel. And, um, so compass Lake, if y'all don't know who they are, they have like a, a reputation for making like the most accurate barrels that money can buy for the AR platform and they win national championships and blah, blah, blah. And, um, they're really expensive. And then, you know, once you pay all the money for them, you got to wait like, you know, sometimes up to five months depending on which barrel you got. And, um, so I got a really expensive Gucci barrel. I waited a long time for it and got it in and, um, it was shooting worse like my factory anderson ar was like it was just it was everywhere you know keep in mind this is a compass like barrel on a nice armament rifle so i mean it's all all quality in a night force scope so it's, it's all quality components but it, it was spraying like some groups for as much as like four moa like it was just fucking everywhere and um I contacted them and told them about the problem I was having, and you know they said that definitely shouldn't be happening. Send it back, and we'll uh, we'll look at it and either fix it or replace it and send you a new one. And they sent me a new one, and I've got it on, um, but I've just been so busy; I haven't got to go shoot the new one yet.
3: Now, you recently sponsored a long range match.
0: How'd that go? It went good. Um, it went really good. I went and shot it. I did pretty well I got fourth um then um the I'm sure you all are familiar with him the the Drew Hopkins Botkins meme page what well, did you just say yeah yeah that dude uh he came shot it with me um he did really good he actually beat me he got third he's a really good shooter um but it was fun he's a really nice guy a super nice good shooter I, I'm, I'm gonna go try and shoot with him some more that range was awesome. Uh, it was a really good competition, really good range. All the staff was awesome.
1: I realized, Drukus is the one with the uh, Accuracy International, right? Did he shoot that? The what?
0: Yeah, no, it was a uh, it was an AR only competition. But yeah, you're oh. thinking of the right guy. Okay,
1: man, I really want one of those guns.
0: Oh, dude, he brought that gun to the match, even though oh. it was a, it was an AR only match. He knew he couldn't shoot it, but he just wanted to bring it.
1: Just I mean, to if flex I- on people. <laughs> Yeah, pretty yeah, much. I, like, would I would do it too.
0: Friend. I would do it too. I can't if even. I had International, I'd be bringing it to fucking Walmart with me. Like, hey, did you know I had an Accuracy International? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Sir,
1: please leave the produce section.
4: <laughs> uh, third, no, he, this is a Wendy's. No Just take your thanks. fries and leave, please.
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> we getting a Wendy's sponsorship? I like
4: Wendy's a lot. Hold on. It's time for the obligatory. Well, cat I, I, bet, on I bet you so can get Wendy's is job. top three.
0: Oh. I'm willing Do to I get you
3: squeezing your cat. John.
0: What the? No, f- nice. Let's see no, we could definitely land a Papa John sponsorship. Oh, no, no, for sure. <laughs> they
1: share the sure same uh, traditional family values.
0: <laughs> it's something like that.
4: <laughs> Welcome to the shakaroni segment on the uh, Clone Incorrect podcast. <laughs>
0: Did y'all see, did y'all see like a a totally unrelated? Well, I mean, it's related to the Papa John's thing where like he came out a couple months, maybe after all that happened. And he said he was basically going to rehab because he was addicted to saying that he wouldn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: I've eaten
1: 37 pizzas in 30 days. (laughs) Is that before or after he ate a pizza and a half for every day of the month?
0: Like, like who says that like what, the world do, you, do you like do you think through this public statement and you're like and you finally like you you write this public statement up and you look at it and you're like yes this is the one it's ready and then it's I gotta go to therapy just because I can't stop saying the n-word like, and why <laughs> why was he so sweaty in, the whole time
3: he's eating all the pizzas the grease is coming through his skin man Shit. Okay. okay you're right. not that healthy I love Papa John uh, and I also love our sponsor Otter Creek Labs who will be making a Clone Incorrect loudenser. Um, it is it about time, time to shut up. It is about time to wrap up. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I want I, uh, to end uh, the episode. Wait, do you have something else? We haven't else?
4: shit on M-lock yet. <laughs> what? All right, the, thank you all
2: for
3: listening to Clone Incorrect. episode. Yeah, okay, I'll end. Um, so, <laughs> good try, everyone else. So uh, I want to end the episode on a word or phrase from both of you, and that'll end the episode.
0: All right, John, you first.
2: Welding is gay. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> God, I wish we had oh. more time so I could just
0: flame you. <laughs> try, try.
1: you <laughs> implying there's something wrong with being gay, bro
0: why <laughs> right. that's not very tolerant of you bro we're gonna get canceled because of that
4: when is the uh otter creek if we get canceled
0: it's not gonna be because of I'm me
4: <laughs> shut up <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i don't know john's like a week behind on his run schedule right now so instead of making a statement i think we should just end it so you can get back to work